Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Padawan Podcast, the Podflix Movies All Star Wars Podcast. We're breaking down everything from the galaxy far, far away. Uh, I am your host, Jake Berlin, aka Qui Gon Jake, and the Padawan Podcast is, yes, our Star Wars podcast, as I already said that. And we are covering everything from movies, TV, books, comic books, video games. Um, you gotta say that inside, one, especially with the new game coming out. Everything inside the world of Star Wars, we are covering it here with a little bit of fun, a little bit of geek insight, um, just a real fan perspective um, on this property. And you know, we're gonna be covering a, a good chunk of it today. We have some movie stuff to cover, uh, obviously, with all of the Benioff and White stuff going on that just happened last week, um, and then the Mandalorian just a week away. I'm gonna be talking uh, the majority about that. Uh, in the middle of our show, our second segment, and then we're going to get into canon connections later on down the line towards the end of the show. Um, Brian and I just recently finished Spark of the Resistance. We'll do a little review of that, a little preview for Resistance Reborn, which is officially out now, and then um, just a quick little cover on Star Wars Resistance, which is currently going as well. And so um, before we get into that, I will introduce uh, the table today, and it's just the two of us. Um, Mr. Brian Alessino is here with me. Um, you know, Gio could not make it. He got called in work, and it happens. You know, he got called, he's, as he put it, he got called in by the GM. Um, you don't mess with the GM. You don't mess with the GM. And so uh, it is just Mr. Grand Admiral Sino and myself today. Every time I go, don't forget my pin. And I always forget my damn pin. <laughs> Every time. Uh, but yeah, so uh, let's let's dive into this, man. I mean, we got we got a lot to talk about. Okay? There's, a, there's a lot of stuff that's been happening over the last couple weeks. Um, obviously, the Padawan one for the past couple of years has been two weeks. It is officially going week to week. We are officially going week to week Woo! on this now. Um, that and Nerd Nation, uh, we're, we're going Woo! all in with this stuff. We're going all in with this stuff, and we're going to have some fun doing it because there's enough news to cover it with TV and, and canon and, and movies. And so, uh, yeah, but let's dive into the movie stuff first because typically it is it is the stuff that kind of headlines everything. Um, we learned last week, uh, you know, via deadline that Benny Weiss, the creators, the developers of Game of Thrones, are no longer a part of the franchise. They're stepping away. They are not doing their, um, what was first being called a series, then a trilogy, then a movie. And so they are off. They're officially moving on. They're doing their Netflix deal, which is worth a lot of money, which $250 million. Makes some, makes some sense. But um, if you want to hear our full thoughts on it, you know, Jacob, myself, Gio, uh, and Brian, we did it on Apocalypse Now, uh, which is up on the channel now from this last weekend. Um, we did, we took about 15, 20 minutes to kind of dive into that. We're not going to dive too much into it, uh, from that aspect. We're kind of going to ask some different questions about what kind of happened and maybe where it leads to and what can happen. Um, you know, we knew that, uh, let's start with this because we talked about Kathleen Kennedy and we talked about the filmmakers. Um, we didn't talk much about the fact that this story was going to focus on the origin of the Jedi. Like this is what they were going to do. We don't know if it was you know, the very, very first Jedi, or if it was maybe the first Jedi Council, um, or whatever, but it was going to be the beginnings thousands of years into the past. Um, we haven't talked much about this, but uh, are, so if, are, are we both in agreement that um, Benioff and Weiss leaving, it doesn't bother us as much as, it, as we thought it would? Yeah. Probably, yeah. Does that change if this story is never told? Yes. Why? Because it's the freaking ori- origin of the Jedi. Yeah. I mean, like, that's huge. I mean, Knights of the Old Republic kind of, you kind of, and bet way back that, you kind of get, like, the origin of the Sith a little bit mm-hmm. with that. Mm-hmm. You gotta put, give us the other part. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm a lover of all things bad guys, but I need the balance and the force. If you're gonna give me one... I want the other. And those are some pretty good storytellers, minus season eight of Game of Thrones. But for seven seasons, that was the biggest show ever. <laughs> I, mean, oh, I mean, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, that's a huge story. And they're great storytellers when they're given the time and all that. So you think do you do you think that they would have been capable of telling the story correctly? Probably. I mean, I mean, they didn't. I hesit. I was gonna say they didn't really tell the origin of the White Walkers, but that was gonna be a whole thing. But I mean, they they set up a whole entire world. 
Do you in think Game that? Because this is this is kind of what I'm and. There's so many things to think about with the story about them leaving and, you know, how it happened, why it happened. There's a part of me that really believes that as time went on, they either lost sight of of what they were supposed to do because of the Netflix stuff. Like, maybe their hands were in too many sinks. Or Lucasfilm flat out just didn't like their pitch. Didn't like their pitch for the story of how it was going to develop over what do you lean a movie, more two towards? movies, three movies. What? What do you lean more towards? That Lucasfilm didn't like their pitch. Really? That's I, I really do because and granted they they were announced a long time ago. But they were announced pretty soon after Game of Thrones ended. But we don't know when. We don't know when they pitched it. They could have just hired them. And be like, we want you to do a Star Wars movie. Come up with something. And then they pitch it, and what if they just didn't like it? That hasn't been talked about. Like, they, they've done stuff in outside of Game of Thrones. They, they've done that. But their filmography isn't as high as some other people. Oh, absolutely. What if they just didn't know how to tell the story? I mean, that's totally a possibility. I mean, it's not... I mean, it could be... A, this whole thing could be a number of things. When we'll never probably know the exact no, no. one. Um... But, I mean, that's definitely a possibility. I mean, it's the, that's a huge thing to do. If you're going to tell the origin of the Jedi, like, that's a huge freaking deal. And not, like, just like, and not just like a movie. It was like a planned series. Yeah, like, that's... You, you don't want to <laughs> F up that one. Yeah. Like, that's a big deal. So, I mean, it could be a number of things. It could be... The pressure it could have been. Well, they talked about much. that. Yeah, I mean, toxic fandom is yep. definitely raging. Star Wars has arguably the worst fandom in all of pop culture. Agreed, definitely. And, and Marvel and superhero are, are are Marvel and DC are pretty bad, but they're bad towards each other. Yeah, which is a different game than just being bad in general. Star Wars, Star Wars fans, fans can be terrible, for lack of better terms, assholes. Yeah, like they 100%. are yeah. people. Listen, no one's ever going to get their way. Like, it, there, it, nothing is ever going to be, that was perfect. Like, there, it's never going to happen for anything. Enjoy what you got. I mean, we could be done. We could have been done at 1, 2, and 3. We could have been done with the prequels. Well, we were done with the prequels. Yeah, we were done. So, I mean, like, I mean, then you're going to always get the people that are like, well, we should have. This stuff is well. There, there's, there's a, there's a fine line between um, enjoying what we got and accepting that they made a bad movie. Let's move on. Yeah. Like we, we saw DC's with... owning their mistakes hard recently, mm-hmm. big time. Yeah. They flat out said like we screwed up. Uh, we put too much out, and that is one of the biggest things that everyone said. Star Wars has been spread. It is not oversaturated. We never got a TV show, ever, until now. A live action. A live action, excuse me. I mean, it was six movies, a TV series cartoons. But that was, that's over the span of, what, 30 years? Mm-hmm. More, probably, more, 40 years? It's not a lot. So, I mean, like, we were getting thrown multiple things a year. Star Wars needs to be one of those things that's savored, and Disney's figuring it out. And I think... I well, mean, Bob that, Igers came out and said that they made a mistake by releasing too much too fast. Exactly. And I don't I don't necessarily know if it was too much too fast. It's just some small mistakes here and there about decisions with um, what to tell, when to tell it, etc. Like the Han Solo thing... You and I thoroughly enjoyed the movie, but it wasn't necessary. Happen. But it wasn't necessary. We didn't ask for it, right? I mean, we didn't. We didn't really ask for no. it. It's funny because, like, I'm like, hell yeah, I did because I love that movie. Well, so and what? Now so I'm what? like, well, yeah, I guess I. I remember vehemently. This movie is going to be trash. Uh, Alden Eichenreich, if that's even Ironreich, Ironreich uh, is going to blow this thing and like I was completely wrong it's it's literally and I can I, I own it like I mean like that but that's an example of like the fandom like why am I, I 
was hating on it, and now it's like one of my favorite yeah. ones. Yeah, no, the, the fandom sucks. I think yeah. that's something that that really needs to change inside, not just of Star Wars, but um, pop culture and movies in general. Like we can be, I mean, we saw what happened with Ryan Johnson, how he's being attacked on Twitter and everything. And I, I get it. I'm not a fan of the Last Jedi, but I'm not going to go out and publicly or blatantly attack him on Twitter yeah. and tell him that he sucks and he's terrible and all these type of things. Like, what's the point of that? He tried. He did his own type of movie. I mean, I want half of those stars. From the movies, I don't think they closed all their like social media because of it. Probably, yeah. I oh, I know Daisy really did from the first one. Daisy really did, and then uh, um, oh my god, the woman who plays Rose Rose Tico, and her name is uh, Kelly Marie Tran. She did like stop, yeah. stop. And to be honest, I honestly truly think that's a huge part of Betty Off. Oh well, they all they dealt with the backlash of Game of Thrones. They don't yeah. want to deal with this. Backlash. I, I, I Star Wars is double what Game of Thrones. Yeah, is. I would say honestly, like if I had to like fill my tank of like a hundred percent of why they left, I would put that at like fifty of it. I'd probably put it in more. Pro- that's I, I, I would probably I would probably put that over what I mentioned about uh, Lucasfilm not liking their scripts. I'd probably say yeah. that's the number one reason why. Yeah, outside of them not being able to. Um, to do Star Wars and Netflix. Because yeah. their deal with Netflix yeah. plays a gigantic part Absolutely. in this. I mean, you sign a five-year, $250 million deal yeah. where you're supposed to be involved in essentially everything you develop, you're not going to be able to do something Star Wars. Yeah. Like, Star Wars takes over your life. Yeah. And so, but outside of that, the fandom, it tears it down. Like, it, it's, it's, make, it's not allowing us to see stories that we really want to see. Yeah. People don't want to be involved in this franchise because of the fandom. You're not going to see directors like, um, like a James Gunn be involved in a Star Wars because he's gotten attacked by Marvel fans. Yeah, you know it, it's it's not going to happen, and we want to see those type of people. We're getting very lucky with John Favreau, who got attacked by Iron Man two. Yeah. We're getting very lucky with him doing the Mandalorian, and so it sucks that it's kind of come to this. Yet yeah, no one's going to remember that. No, exactly. Once exactly Mandalorian comes out, it's, it's such a bipolar atmosphere. Up. It's such a bipolar atmosphere. It, it really sucks and. If you are one of those persons who go on social media and kind of hide behind the phone or the screen, just stop. Like, you're ruining our chances to see the origins of the Jedi, the origins of the Sith, Knights of the Old Republic. All this stuff, plus great actors and directors and writers well, being involved. A perfect, perfect example is one of the, one of the best working directors today, Christopher McQuarrie. After the Ryan Johnson stuff happened, he said, I'll never do a Star Wars movie. I will never do a Star Wars movie because of the fans and because of the backlash he was getting. And then all of these people started... but good for him. All of these people started coming out of his defense. Uh, You know, uh, Scott Derrickson from Doctor Strange, Christopher McQuarrie, James Gunn. All of these people, Edgar Wright was like, they were all backing him. And these fans just absolutely crush him on social media. Like, what's the point of it? There's no point. You didn't he's like the movie, so what? He's literally so telling what? you. He's literally telling you, I'm not doing it because of the fans. And the fans are on him for not like, 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 who cares if you don't like the movie? You don't like the movie. Guess what? Another one's being made two years down the line. Yeah. And guess what? Um, actually, not even. It was six months later. Yeah. Solo came out. And then two years later after Solo. And then Disney's not going to stop making a Star Wars movie because one bad movie was in the And granted... Technically, it wasn't even a bad movie. It didn't make as much money. It's sitting at like an 80 plus percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Like, it was loved by critics. Yeah. And yes, it wasn't loved by fans, and that's what really matters, but it's like he attempted to make the type of movie he was given the choice to make. Exactly. Well, and my biggest thing was like, don't get me wrong, there are parts in Last Jedi I will forever always hate. Canto Bite will forever always hate it. Am I going to hate the whole movie? No, because the Praetorian Guard scene is probably one of my top five, even top three favorite scenes I've ever seen in Star Wars. But a perfect example is Force Awakens comes Force Awakens comes out. This is just a remake of New Hope. What do something different. Okay. Here's the last Jedi. The hell is this? This is so different. No one no one wants this. Such a good example. What? We just got done making you one that's, it's different, but it has similarities to A New Hope. Make up your damn mind. Do you want something completely different, or do you want something that's kind of similar and draws from the origins? 
There's no in between. Like there, it's either something brand spanking new, or holds a similarity that you're gonna be nostalgic about. It, it's that. That's the stupidity that makes me the most mad. Well, and that that results in a president like Kathleen Kennedy and a CEO and Bob Iger saying. They're not liking us trying something different. Yeah. They're not going to give you something different. We're going to give you something normal and that hits well at the box office and that everyone's going to like. And look, I love The Force Awakens. I It's my third favorite Star Wars movie. It's up there. It's, it's I love the movie. It's great. Those people who say it's a remake, that's your opinion. I don't think it's a remake, personally. There are so many different beats that movie to not be like A New Hope. Yep. But it is a mainstream movie. Yeah. It's a movie that audiences love because yeah. it's straight to the point. It has comedy, action, heartbreak. It has it all inside the Star Wars universe. Yep. It made a lot of money. It only hit only a lot of fans. I love that they did with that with the first one. I want more of what they did with the Last Jedi because I want them to try stuff. Yeah, and that's what they're doing with the Mandalorian. It's exactly what they're doing with the Mandalorian. And so, and people that have seen it so far are eating. Yes, and it's, it's different. Uh, it's brand new. It's new characters. It's made it's, by someone we. Not we, but yeah. some people have been bashing. Yeah, it's it's, it's insane. It's a vicious it, it's, circle. It's such a bummer. It's a vicious circle that no one. It's never gonna just satisfy everyone. It's Get such over a it. Such Get a bummer. Now, that that's that's what it's come down to, guys. I mean, for us, I think the biggest problem here and the way that this can all be fixed is just for fans to stop sucking. Like, stop sucking at being a fan. Like, enjoy. The enjoy that you're getting Star Wars. Enjoys, yeah. I mean, five years ago we were never getting Star Wars again. Yeah. We were, or I guess, seven years ago now. But we were never getting Star Wars again until they signed that deal. Video enjoy, games were done. Enjoy the new books. video games, which they're new, doing a new one in, in for 2022. Enjoy Force Fr- the Force Fridays, which happen every year for the toys, uh, the TV shows that are coming. Like we're never, we're getting an Obi Wan series. We're getting Star Wars: The Clone Wars season season seven. Like enjoy it. Be a fan. If you don't like it. That's fine. You don't, have to, you don't have to like it. Just go watch the originals and yeah, if, shut up. If you don't like that, go watch what you like. Don't hate on people who make these movies. Yeah. Like, they're given a shot and they're being told, do what you want. Do And it didn't work. Who cares? Like, just move on with life. And I think people need to get over the fact that, oh, it didn't make The Force Awakens. Uh, it made a buttload of money. The Last Jedi didn't do so. Anything compared to that. It made a buttload of money. But see, here's the thing. We didn't get The Force Awakens... Or, we didn't get a new Star Wars movie for... Ten years. Ten years. Of course, it's going to make a crap ton more money than all the other ones. People didn't think we were ever going to get one ever again. <laughs> so, I mean, like... I love how we went from Benny Office and Weiss to... Yeah, we, we kind of went off on a tangent here. But, I mean... But this least, is probably, honestly, in my opinion... What, if not, it had, half it has, the reason why that it happened. has everything to do with Benioff and Weiss. Yeah. The fan they they mentioned it in their statement. The toxic the toxic yeah. fandom, it plays a major part into everything that everybody who steps on board for this franchise, that's gonna play a part. In Absolutely. It. And it's not it's not that they don't have thick skin. They just don't want to deal with it. And and they have every right are, to do that. And actors aren't gonna do it either. They have every right to do that. Yeah. Which is such a bummer because we're losing people like not just them, but people like Chris Christopher McQuarrie, who I would I would effing love to see a Star Wars movie for him. Effing love that has nothing to do with lightsabers that's just straight gritty action in the Star Wars universe. Like a like 13, a like 13, a bounty hunter movie. 13, from Chris, like from Christopher McQuarrie. Are you freaking kidding me? The guy who does Mission Impossible dealing with bounty hunters? Like give that to me all day. But we're never gonna get it. Yeah. Which is such a bummer. What if you um, got something from him? No, uh, Denis. Uh, he's doing Dune, which is similar. Yeah. Uh, maybe one day. Maybe one day. He's he's such a high caliber guy, it's like hard to see him doing a Star Wars movie. Um, let's move on to something a little bit more happier. Um, it's talking about Bad Hunters, talking about The Mandalorian. Um, it's just a week away, Brian. It is just a week away. It's actually under a week away by the time this comes out. Uh, we will be watching it. And I believe, if, if I heard this correctly, I could be dead wrong, but I'm pretty sure on Tuesday, Disney Plus drops 6 a.m. Eastern. So 3 a.m. our time. Cool. I could, I'm I, calling in work. I could be mistaken. I'm not 100% sure. If that's the case and the show does, in fact, drop at 3 a.m., I will be here, and we will be doing after show, and then I'll be going to work, which is you're gonna a actually go to work. I gotta go to work. I'm gonna have to go to work. 
Um, I might just sit, take the day and watch and so, it over and over. Uh, just a little plug before we get going on this conversation here. We will be doing um, an after show, technically. We're going to watch the episodes, dive into some, some spoiler stuff afterwards. For for, some names? All right. Don't we have our name for that? Well, we're still working on the name. We're, st- we're still working on Might get on a name. little special uh, Mandalorian shout. Yeah, we're, we're still working on the name. But, um, yeah, it's going to be myself, Brian. Uh, Jacob will be on there if he can with not, without work at school. Uh, Lane, you saw him on the reactions from the Rise of Skywalker. He'll probably be popping in, too. Um, so look out for that. After every episode, we'll have two next week because there are two episodes, which is awesome. Tuesday and Friday. Um, but before we get to that, because we do have a couple days, let's talk some Mandalorian. There's some stuff going on here now. And before we get to some theories and expectations and some questions about the show, uh, New York Times last week revealed that the first episode is going to, quote, contain a Star Wars universe spoiler. And Jake knows exactly what it is, because he freaking... <laughs> if this isn't it, I'll be shocked. See, now, I... I'll take credit for myself coming up with it on my own, but it's already been said on the web because this is a couple days old. So that's fine. If you don't, if you're gonna be like, oh, you copied that for someone, that's fine. I told Brian this a, a while ago. It was we, news, breaking news to. And me. we're just shooting. Yeah, this is this is how our schedule works. We shoot this on certain days. We were, we weren't able to shoot it right away. Um, before I get to mine, Brian, first thing that when when I had mentioned this to you last week when we talked about it, what was kind of like the first thing that popped in your head? Was there anything like? No, I had nothing. No, no idea. I had no idea. I was like. Like, what could it be? What the hell could it be? Like, yeah. I had zero idea. Zero. Like, I was thinking about it, and I was like, it's not going to be something Jedi. It's not going to be something Force. So what What could it possibly be? And then you showed up. Yeah, so for those of you who are probably screaming at the screen right now or something, um, if it is not an answer to Bubba Fett, I'll probably break your teeth. <laughs> no, not mine. Uh, it, it, it has to be. It it, it to makes be. complete sense that it would be Bubba Fett. Not just because it has to do with Mandalorians, because of man, uh, uh, Bounty Hunters. Dave Filoni is directing the first episode. Dave Filoni is directing the first episode. How can it not be Bubba Fett? Yeah. He's the last one who dealt with Bubba Fett in the Clone Wars. How can it not be Bubba Fett? Yeah, I mean, there's too many things that could tie him to it. Oh, yeah. Uh, the the first time we ever saw Boba Fett was the Christmas special. Mm-hmm. His weapon is literally In taken the, the, the from weapon of the, Mandalorian. the Christmas yeah, yeah, yeah. special. Mm-hmm. The story is about bounty hunters. Who's the most favorite, famous bounty hunter in all of Star Wars lore? Boba Fett. Like, it makes too much sense. Like, and people will lose their minds, especially if he's alive. So let's let's get to that. I mean, because we, 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 I mean, is is he? Do you think he is? I, I don't know. I feel like people would kind of be, some people, you're going to have a 50-50 split. People are either going to be super stoked or super pissed. Kind of the same way I feel like Palpatine's coming back like i feel i don't i feel like i think i definitely think it'll be more divisive than that to me it reminds me of maul like people were like a lot of people don't know he was coming back because he was in he was in the animated show i know oh you're talking about solo uh just in general like people were like well okay perfect example uh one of our buddies was like He's not alive. He's dead. Blah, blah, blah. We're like, we literally saw him at the end of Solo. And they're like, no. It's because he didn't watch the animated shows and we knew yeah. for the longest time and he had no idea. And so I kind of feel like there will be those types of people that are like, no, but he's dead. So do you does does that mean that you think he'll show up on the show? No. I don't. I think it's a name drop. We're talking about too. him. Because that's, that's. A risk. So he. So he. Th- I think you are crossing into so he and, dangerous. And, and Filoni and Favreau are not going to do that. No. So he died in Return of the Jedi. He died. Yeah. Right. This last takes, time we saw think, him, a this thousand takes place, years to digest a. This takes five years after. Takes place five years after uh, Return of the Jedi. We we could very well see him. There's obviously that chance. I think if anything, we would see like. Like, maybe he's just his, drinking in the bar. Uh, his armor. Maybe he's just, like, drinking in the bar we'll or something. Well, see, this this is the thing. We'll never... I don't think, and it would be a huge mistake if they did, to show ever show his face. Do you do you think he'll ever show up in the show? 
Because I, I literally just thought of something on the spot. <laughs> then go ahead. What, I, what I if, honestly have What no if idea. the eight episodes go on, everything happens right, we don't, and we, we, we hear the spoiler in the first episode that it's Boba Fett. What if the very last shot of the season one is panning over to his helmet and it goes black and it sets up season two? Oh, I would, I could see something like that except his ship. The slave, slave one. one? But does that, mean, that means he'd have to get his ship back. You don't think Boba Fett can do that? We don't know what he's been doing. That's that's the thing. We don't know what he's been doing. He's got to fly his somewhere. Was his ship get... scrapped? That's his dad's ship. We don't know. We don't know what happened. I I mean, if the Millennium Falcon Falcon can come back, then no, nothing can live like the Millennium Falcon, Brian. Come on. I mean, Boba Fett and his ship are pretty synonymous. Oh yeah, hundred percent. But there's nothing can outlive. No, but those two. Are kind of like so. I definitely think that the spoiler is is him. I do think that it'll probably reveal that you he's really alive. think they would bring him back that quickly by second season. Mm-hmm. I think they would save him for like a final season. You got to think about it. Eight hours is essentially what four movies. If you're doing it by time, I or two and a half movies. I guess you could say with as far as footage goes. I that's you essentially. This is what you're doing. You're doing. I think it takes away too much from him, from the Mandalorian. It depends on how they use him. It depends on how they use him. I want to know if that voice actor is like they, they could use him. No, I don't. Th- I don't believe he is. No. Um, they could use him, a la Tony Stark in Spider-Man: Homecoming, where it's not essentially that role, but he's he's in it sparingly, right? Like maybe he for help, or maybe he's a friend or a family member. What if he's freaking related? You never know. I don't know if I'd like that, but I would, who knows? Um, but yeah, so we obviously think that the spoiler is going to be related to both that. We will find out next Tuesday and look out for our after show uh, or spoilers. Still alive. Huh? Both Fett's alive. Uh, voice is still alive. Oh, is he really? He's only 74. Mm-hmm. See, I don't think they would get him. Though. Can you imagine hearing, you're no good to me, Dave. I don't, I don't, oh, I, well, you know that he's like the top three Star Wars character for me. He was always I one of my know. favorites. You have a giant poster yeah. of him over Of him and Han Solo Carbonite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, look out for that next week as we kind of do a spoiler discussion. You'll find out our thoughts on that. If it is in fact Boba Fett, if it isn't, that'd be really cool because we'll be shocked and surprised. Uh, but let's, I literally let's, have no idea what else. It yeah, there's the possibilities are truly endless on this one. Yeah, uh, but let's dive into some questions here about the Mandalorian. And you know, um, I threw some stuff up on the on the chat for us on on the, the Google Doc. You know, about theories on what it uh, could be for the spoiler. And then we went on to show expectations. Um, will it change Star Wars forever? The importance of it for Star Wars. I kind of want to dive into those a little bit because it is a big deal. It's the first live-action Star Wars. Um, we've mentioned a Star Wars fandom already and how toxic it is and how the fandom has kind of been in an odd place the last year and a half, right? It's been in a very, very different kind of place. Um, and so could this... Not not that it is the saving grace because it's not. It is the saving grace. You really do think it is? Why? Expand on that a little bit. Because... I think people are going to lose their ever-loving mind for this show. I agree. And it's going to draw people back into the love that they haven't felt in a while. They are... People are going to eat this show up. Like, they... I have a feeling this show is going to explode. I mean, it's being made by amazing people there are amazing actors in it the characters seem dope like give me ig88 by taiki watiti it's not i it's not 88 oh what is it oh ig11 11 okay whatever the robot that is gonna f you know what up this ship people are going to go crazy for this show go crazy for this show and it's going to bring the negative Nancys back into it a little bit. Well, the the biggest thing is that it's going to show, it's going to show a different side of Star Wars that we've been asking for five years now, right? It's expanding on the yeah. universe. It's not showing something new, you know. No force, no lights. Well, well Rogue, we don't know about force, but Rogue, like Rogue One was was a very different kind of movie, but it was connected to what we've known. Yeah. Because the Death Star plans and all that type of stuff, they had Vader and all that type of stuff. This is all brand new. And we, we could get characters we've seen before. And we just talked about Boba Fett. We could very well get 
a name drop about a Luke Skywalker or something. You're that, for sure going to get a name drop of Leia. Well, at some point. That's that's just the I mean, state. She, her, uh, the one character has a, uh, a rebel yeah, well, tattoo. Yeah, she, she, uh, Cardoon, who is played by Gina Carano, she's an ex-rebel um, uh, shock trooper. Yeah. Um, so I, you will get those connections because that's the era or the, the time era that the galaxy's in. It's in that time after Return of Jedi, everything's going on with the, the Rebellion, and, and they're building the new... Um, they're building a new Senate and all that type of stuff, like Mon Mothma and all that stuff. Yeah, but Discla- it's we need to put a disclaimer. Also, we haven't watched the second trailer. No, we've never we haven't seen. We're movie. purposely not watching yeah. it, so there might be things we're talking about that <laughs> showed up. Yeah, and you guys might be yelling like, "Oh, they showed that stuff already." Yeah. We haven't. Good, that's a good call. We have not seen the second trailer. Yeah, I just um, it. yeah, we have not seen it. We're we're safe. It was only a, it was only two weeks out when the trailer yeah. dropped. Like, why watch it? Um, but it, it's it's not only going to show a different a different side of Star Wars that you're able to kind of see these new characters and you're able to trust that they can show new characters outside of Luke, Leia, Han, and that lineage. But it's also going to show how much Star Wars can thrive on television. Mm-hmm. Because Star Wars on television, it's television, it's a series. <laughs> Star Wars on television is a completely new ball game, but a, a completely elevated ball game because it is eight hours of television. That's like we had mentioned. That's essentially movie. that's essentially four movies. Yeah. If you do four two-hour movies, that's insane. It's, it is insane. And you have you have movie caliber actors: Pedro Pascal, Gina Carano, um, Carl Weathers, Werner Herzog is in there. Uh, Giancarlo Esposito, and then you're directed by the guys from the guy from Iron Man and The Lion King and The Jungle Book of Favreau. And then you have a Star Wars junkie like Filoni on top of YTT. Bryce Dallas Howard, Deborah Chan, Rick Famuyiwa, like it's built to be successful and it's built to thrive and it's built to show people don't hate Star Wars, come watch this, mm-hmm. enjoy what we're doing, and then be excited for something completely new with the Rise of Skywalker as well. Two different things going on at once. It's it's a it's a it's a home run. It is an absolute home run. Can't it makes wait. complete sense. Yeah, it's perfect. It's what we need. Perfect timing. People that, if they hate The Rise of Skywalker, can shut up and go back to the show because it's going to carry into next year. Yeah, there's. I think there's, what, two episodes after the Something airs? Like that. I think it's two, which is, which is interesting. Yeah. It's very interesting. I'm, I'm surprised they're not taking a little bit of a break to kind of pump up. But I imagine, because we don't know what Disney Plus is going to look like as far as, like, ads. Yeah. If, if uh, they I do, think I saw something today. It's gonna, they're, like, banner ads. If they do that, it's going to be all Star Wars Rise of Skywalker. Yeah. All over the place. Because it's, yeah. it's Disney-owned, obviously. Yeah. Um, well, let me ask this then. So, do you think that this show in particular, the first season, is it going to change Star Wars forever? Yes. How no so? question. You answered that so quick. No question. <laughs> because it's a TV show. It's a Like you said, a area that has not been touched and this is disney's chance to prove that they can do star wars Mm -hmm. like the movies people are like "Uh, whatever the movies they never touched george lucas never touched a live action tv show he wanted to he wanted to get the budget for it he wanted to but he didn't as much as we want to say mm-hmm. it, he did it. He did not do it. Disney gets to put their complete stamp on something brand new and say, hey, we did that. We brought you a TV show, a live action TV show. That's uncharted territory. Yeah. That's new for that's new for everyone. No one can say, oh, that's just like da-da-da-da. Because there <clears throat> wasn't anything before it. At all. So it's going to change how stories are told in Star Wars. Like, at first when we heard the Knights of the Old Republic stuff, we were like, holy crap, if they tell a Knights of the Old Republic story through, like, a TV show, that would be crazy because then they can dive into the uh, the story a lot more. It's an option. Their options just went from, like, this to, like, this. Like, it, it's true. Like, I mean... Well, we're so in, it's already opened up doors. Uh, the Obi-Wan movie, which was supposed to happen four, five, six years ago, whenever Disney got Star Wars. Um, Hell, we heard about that before. Even. Yeah, it, like, it, it didn't work out. And, and Ewan, Ewan McGregor came out and said himself, he said that 
It's supposed to be a movie, and because of the response to The Mandalorian and all these type of things, they're doing a TV show. And it is perfect. Mm -hmm. His story deserved to be told out more than quick little, and I say quick, but two hour, two and a half hour movies. It's it, you. You can take the script for an Obi Wan trilogy and expand on it for eight episodes, and that's what, and that's what's going to change Star Wars forever. Because you can now make these movies and say that character was popular as hell casting, in the Star Wars. Casting Andor K two so yeah. I mean, think about it this way: if this came out the time Return of the Jedi: Empire Strikes Back came out. Boba Fett was only in it for, like, what? 20 minutes? Very small amount. They could have easily been like, let's give him a TV show. Mm -hmm. People were freaking out over him. They love him. They could have had a TV show about it. This is now something that they can do if they make a movie. I mean, maybe they kill off the character in the movie. We can still give him his backstory. Here's a TV show. It changes everything. Because the, it's you're no longer confined to a movie or a book that people don't always want to read a book. People don't like reading. We listen to the audio. I like to read, but audiobooks more convenient for me. Mm-hmm. Doesn't mean everyone does it. TV shows people get to do at their own pace, own time, whenever they want, on their couch. It's complete game changer for and, Star Wars. And we're we are not saying that that Star Wars is going to live on TV. We're not saying no, no, no. that. That Star Wars is going to be a solely uh, TV uh, property going forward, or, the, or that TV is going to be better for it. Star Wars is a movie franchise. Yeah, it's a movie. It will always be a big screen experience. That's where it should live. But if you're telling a story like The Mandalorian or Cassian Andor, Obi Wan Kenobi, um, a a Moss Eisley Cantina story like they've ruined for so long, those fit for the small screen because. You can expand on the story that you have with not just one or two characters, but you can have six, seven, like Game of Thrones. Yep. You can't do Game of Thrones on film. There's yeah. too many things going on. It would, you can yeah, do that yeah. on a movie. Yeah. Or a TV show, I should say. And so it, it definitely it does change it. It changes it big time for the better. Um, it will also allow movies to kind of do their own thing as well. Yeah. And people won't be clamoring for a Knights of the Old Republic story on the big screen. Because they very well could get four or five seasons of it on television. Yeah. And so it's very interesting. It's very exciting. Um, the show is already getting incredible reviews. And so uh, it, it already looks like an absolute game changer. And I think that it's for the better. And it's going to be... Uh, and you can make these things dark and gritty too. Yeah. That, I mean, parents don't want to take kids to see, yeah. to see a, a, a not PG-13 type Star Wars movie. I mean... You can well, make with it, the which the with their budget they're giving them. They I mean, Disney's not going to put out no rated R hard Star Wars bloody Deadpool type thing. They're never going to do that. But you can make it dark as hell if you need to, especially if you're going to try to maybe start like telling the origin of the Sith or something. I mean, it it unlocks a lot of possibilities, and Disney gets to make it how they want to make it because there's nothing behind them that they could that people are going to go. It's not like that. Totally. I feel you. Yeah. I feel you. Um, all right, Brian. Well, let's move on a little bit from the Mandalorian. We spent some good time on that. Uh, let's get to some canon connections here. Uh, we have three things to talk about. Uh, we haven't done this in a while. We're very excited to do it because we've a lot of stuff coming out, obviously. But um, now that Padawan is now that Padawan's weekly and and we're we're doing our best to stay up to, up to date with it with our daily lives with work and everything, um, we have a chance to talk about it. So let's let's kick this off with Spark of the Resistance. Um, the I guess you can call it a young adult novel. It is. It, that's um, what it's classified. Four hours long for an audiobook. Uh, it's about 20-so chapters as far as yeah, reading goes. I think it's only like um, 200 pages. You can almost call it a, a pickup sequel to The Last Jedi. Mm-hmm. Uh, very close in time frame. Uh, picks they, up, in the, they said months. Yeah, after. so it's very close in time frame. Yeah. Uh, Ray, Poe, Rose, um, no Chewie or Finn. They're off on some kind of mission or something but they do have the falcon they do and so and the porks um so it's this smaller crew but uh i gotta say i really enjoyed the book i did i i I thought it was really fun it's the first young adult short novel that i've read for star wars i haven't read any of the past ones yes you have 
Lost Stars is considered young adult. Lost Stars is 40 chapters. I'm talking like young, like small. Little, yeah. Yeah. Like a, oh, yeah, you did. You read Pirate's Price. No, I didn't. Oh, okay. Never mind. Pirate's I don't know Price. what I'm talking about. Um, <laughs> you read Pirate's Price. I did. Um, no, I so going into it, you know, I didn't really know what to expect because you see that it's short. You expect a little bit more kitty of a vibe. It was very enjoyable. It was classic Star Wars. It has Ray, Poe, um, and Rose in there as the kind of core three. Um, and I, I thought the adventure was cool. It's nothing like super... Um, game super, changer. Yeah, game changer. Or important, I guess you could say, to the movies or the overall story. But it, it's like the comics where it's a cool little side story. Yeah. Right? And it, it does tell some very interesting things about Ray with the Force. It's a nice little gap filler. Yeah, and it answers some questions with her about her training and what she's able to do already. And she seemed very... Much more mature. Yes, but she didn't... I was going to say she's not... She didn't seem very in-tuned, like, that Oh, see, I got got a different vibe. Because there were a couple times where they mentioned her, like, reaching out into the force and not... Just, like, not feeling anything. See, I got a different vibe. I felt like she was... She was... She definitely knew what she was doing. That's what I'm saying. But, like, there was... There were a couple times where I felt... I was like... Does she really kind of know what she's doing? Yeah. But there were t- like towards the end, she was like, she felt out and such and such happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but like, I think they're saving that for the movie. That's why. Oh, kind of or or this next book. Yeah. yeah never. I mean, I don't know if they'll do it for the book just because uh, they want to save that kind of stuff for the movies. Yeah. Um, but they could tease fans with obviously. Uh, I I like I like Poe in this. I think it's classic Poe. It sounds like Force Awakens Poe. Poe. I love the fact. That he hates that she gets to fight the Oh, he's so amazing. But then at the end, when yeah. she when she crushes against those fighters, he's like, I can see why. Yeah. Like, he, he totally be- eats his own shoe. Oh, he, he eats it 100%. It's so funny because he's always just, just like, oh, you want to fly? It's like, yeah, no, sorry, this is my shoe. I, I love... And, and they see, made that clear. No, and that, that's what I was going to say. They made two things clear in this. One, the Falcon is 100% hers. Mm-hmm. 100% hers. Yep. Two... There is no romantic relationship between the two of them. No. Not at all. No. They are clear friends, clear allies, clear... They could be best friends, a good trio. Because he even flirted with... Uh, the other the, the other character, the, the new character. The random new character. Yeah. And so there is 100% no romantic connection between yeah. these two, um, which is a good thing because I think it would be too just too much to show in in the movie because there's only one movie left. Yeah. Um, and it's a, it's a good indication for us, a good kind of clear refresher, I guess you should say. But the Falcon stuff is really cool. The, the yeah. flying scenes, how she flies, um, how she kind of commands when she's flying, you know, with Rose on the gun and everything yeah. like that. Um, I like the addition of Rose in this. It kind of shows her a lot. It made me like her character a lot she, more. She, she, has, she has a lot more to do. Mm-hmm. She's really included, and she talks about how, you know, she's she involved wasn't in so resistance. Whiny. She wasn't so whiny. Like, yeah, not, yeah. not whiny, but like... We only saw her in The Last Jedi, like, being really upset about her sister. And totally. She was a badass in this. She was uh, on the gunner, like, shooting TIE fighters yeah. down and stuff. Like, she they're, was dope. They're a good little team, which yeah. gets me really excited because they didn't have Finn or Chewie with them. Imagine those two with them. And, and, and we see that in the trailers that all of them are together a lot. Yeah. And so it'll be very exciting. And, the, of course, in the book, you had the addition of the Forgs. They're all over the place. Yeah, but they left like half of them they on. They, this... they, they're flying all over the Falcon. I liked the new planet. I yeah. would have loved to see that planet because mm-hmm. the, they spent like a solid like a while like describing how it's mm-hmm. under this underground world. Where, okay, let me ask you this. What did you imagine when they were describing those new species? I imagine like cat people because how they kept saying they have like whiskers and stuff like that. I honestly, the first thing that came to mind was like a Greedo type. Really? Yeah. See, this is what I like about like, this. like a Star Wars alien. That's why it comes. It pops up. In I my literally head. had like a cat, like I the movie Cats, like the ugly, like these whiskered face things and stuff. But I loved, the I loved the detail in this book. Yeah. Like how they were describing how like the the. Um, the plants hit off a certain light oh, yeah, that yeah, yeah, make yeah, yeah, the yeah. ground like mm-hmm. invisible for them to walk. And BB-8 was hilarious in this. He's always good. He was just like, it. Poe would say something and he'd be like, "I was the one that told you that." <laughs> and then Poe's like, "Oh, sorry, I have to give BB-8 yeah, credit for yeah. it." Well, that I their relationship's so good. Oh, it's and hilarious. that was that was also expanded on in Resistance too. Mm-hmm. Um, it, their relationship's always it's it's a very uh it's a very close in age brother type relationship. Yeah. Um, best buddies. Yeah, exactly. 
Uh, uh, what is it? Uh, Thunder Buddies for Life. Yeah. Thunder Buddies for Life. Um, but yeah, so that's kind of a little short review. No spoilers there. It's a really cool book. It's a really short book. Yeah, there's it's very there's easy to no, read. Like, if you don't read it, you're not going to like... Yeah, but it, it's, a, it's a very cool thing. Like we mentioned, there's some cool things with Ray and Poe and, and Rose in there. You finish it so fast. Exactly. Uh, but let's get on to the big one here. Resistance Reborn. Star Wars Resistance Reborn, which is officially out. Uh, we will be getting a chance to read it here pretty soon. And we will talk about it on one of the upcoming episodes or maybe even a separate episode. I'm not 100% I sure. I want to finish it by next. <laughs> I know, yeah. I want to try to. Because people uh, are freaking there's out. A, there's, it's a big book, though. It's a big book. It's a um, big book. And a new author that we have yeah. time. So, uh, look, this this is the granddaddy of them all. This is the big one. It's It's got Leia. Poe, it's got the whole, all the entire cast. This is Wedge. This is essentially the sequel to the Last Jedi. This is like, this is um, eight and a half, if you want to say. Yeah. Um, for for Star Wars, and so and like you said, it does have Wedge until he's back. He's back in the book, which could be a precursor. They for, redid the cover to add yeah. him. on. Well, after he was announced to be in it. Exactly. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I mean, just anticipation. I mean, it's it's gonna be a quick conversation, but I I can't wait to read this book. I think it's gonna be some. It's going to be a la Lost Stars. It's going to be a la Bloodline, in my opinion. Um, I definitely think it'll be... It's 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 weird. I think it's it has an, a mixture of what Aftermath was doing for The Return of the Jedi. And then a little mixture of like what Bloodline and Lost Stars was doing with like new territory. If but it's with characters any, that we have. If you can give me anything near Bloodline or Lost Stars, I'll fall out of my seat. Because those are arguably the two best books. Lost Stars 100% is. Yeah. So, I mean, like... it's And people have been talking about this book yeah. for a long Yeah, a lot of people have gotten time. early in this. Well, we saw series. them already advertising it in July at mm-hmm. Comic-Con. Mm-hmm. Like, they had all their books. This is the big one. Like, this one... Like, this was the one that was coming out next. Uh, a Crash of Fate at Comic-Con. It was coming out the next week. We got it a week early. They were not even talking about this one and already advertising this book that came out. Yeah, I'm, I'm very, very excited to see what it reveals, what it shows, um, kind of how it leads into The Rise of Skywalker. Because uh, all these books, it's the journey to The Rise of Skywalker, which exactly what um, Bloodline and Lost Stars and all those books did for The Force Awakens. Yep. And, and they were kind of leads into that movie. So um, They don't we'll, mess around with the... We'll try our best to get it done by next week. But I don't know if that'll happen. Our schedules are quite busy. Brian might blaze through it. I don't know if I'll be able to, but I will try my best. You're implying I don't have the life. To I, I will. Tr- I, maybe I will try my best. Um, and with Mandalorian coming. Oh, I know. I, there's a lot to do. Um, but yeah. So moving on from the books, let's talk a little bit of TV here. Uh, some animated TV. It's not going to be a very long conversation. Uh, but Star Wars Resistance. We're five episodes in right now. Um, all five episodes have pretty much been filler episodes. Nothing really major no, has happened. Not the first two. First two have it. Last three, absolutely. First two weren't. They weren't really important. Yeah, but they set up that uh, the one girl going to Tamp. the first Tamp going to the first order, that type of stuff. But everything else has been like. But nothing is like they left off season one going to Dakar, which is where the resistance was. Yeah. In the beginning of the Last Jedi, and they left because the first order got there. They and. They're still, like, on the journey to Dakar. Yeah. Like, they're stopping along the way for certain reasons. You know, whether it's um, not being able to use hyperspace or the First Order tracking up with them or getting something. food. There, there's just stories. about them getting food. Yeah, there's just these small stories, and I, I want to see them. And I understand why they're doing it, because the Rise of Skywalker is still a little ways away. And I have a feeling it's going gonna, it's gonna to, like, have some kind of connection. Be something. And so, I get that, but at the same time, it's like... Just tell us. Stop wasting my time. Yeah, just like, I mean, you left off on such, like, season one, this is exactly what season one did. We we lost track within, like, first four or five episodes. Yeah. We were we were done. Like, we couldn't handle it. And then we, and then Jacob mentions, like, just finish it. You guys will like it towards the end. The end got good. Like, yeah. It, it had the first order. Like, Kylo Ren was in there. Like, they had, like, like they had all of this stuff in there. And then they go back to what they did with the first one. I just want to see them, like, just... Show me. Yeah. Show Don't me. stop teasing us with like the first order showed up at the last second and then they jumped to hyperspace. They keep talking like, about oh how my God. they keep talking about how they're part of the resistance. Just show us that you're part of the re- yeah. We know that the Colossus is in that shot of the Rise of Skywalker. We don't need any more we pirates. We know he's in there. We don't need any more pirates. Stop giving us pirates. Mm-hmm. Like 
freaking get it. Do you think that this show is going to connect to the movie at all? Do you think we'll see the Colossus in that shot? No. You don't think so? That ship is freaking huge. Like, that thing looks like it's the size of, like, a freaking planet. So do you think that this entire time they're just, they're reaching out to try and find the Resistance? Yeah. You know, I wouldn't be surprised. It's been over if, a year, though. I wouldn't be surprised if they're, like, a waypoint for people. Like a, like a, like a, an off port or yeah, like, like a resistance. The Colossus becomes a port in space instead of a port in the ocean, like a port, a portable in space. base. Yeah, a portable base for the resistance. For the resistance, and that's how they end it. Like, we'll stay here and help you guys. I don't know, whatever. And then that's the last time we see them. Interesting, because that ship is freaking huge. Yeah, it's it's big. Ship. Like, it, yeah, I, mean, I can't believe I can't believe it sat in the ocean for that long. Yeah, like how big it was. So I mean, and I I look at that like shot. And I'm like, I don't and see it, it does. I mean, that doesn't have to be the entire shot. No, there will probably end up being a wider shot. Yeah. So I mean, I don't know. I have a hard time believing they'll be in it. That ship will be in it. I more likely see like that type of thing where it's like we'll wait for you guys here or the outer rim people will stop here before they go into something or other. But I have a hard time thing seeing that they're going to put them well, together. I, I just hope that the show gets better because I'm starting to get that feeling like, oh, like I, I, it's a, I get to chore. So I, I watch it on my phone when I have the time and I literally just put it on. I, just, I audio it essentially. Yeah. Cause there's, there's nothing really that is like attracted to me. Be like, Oh, I need to watch this. Yeah. It's kind of a bummer. Like there's been some good moments. Like, uh, them teaching the aces how to fly was really, that's a cool episode, but an overall story, it's nothing that we need to know of. Yeah, so I agree. Um, all right, guys. Well, there it is. There wraps up the Padawan podcast for Apocalypse movies. Um, our first ever weekly episode, I should say. Um, I'm Jake. That is Brian, Mr. Brian Alucino, Grand Grand Admiral Seenal over there. I am Qui Gon Jake. Uh, make sure you guys leave your thoughts down below in the comments for everything we talked about today. Benny Off and Weiss, the Star Wars fandom. Um, what do you think is happening with Lucasfilm in general? Do they need to change things? Then we got to the Mandalorian a little bit. What do you think that spoiler is? Is it Bubba Fett? Do you have another idea? We'd love to hear from you guys because we clearly can't think of anything other than Bubba Fett. Um, and then Canon Connections. Have you read <gasps> this? What if it's the... No, I was going to say the Black Saber. Uh, what's it called? The Black Saber? Is it the Black Saber? I think it's called the Black Saber. The thing that, that oh, it has a name. I don't know the name off the yeah. top of my head. Um, that maybe, might be too obscure. I, I don't Sorry. Think they, I, don't I think finally they, thought of something and it just happened to be... I don't think they would throw that in um, in in there. But, That'd be uh, real quick before, did you see Ming-Na Wen's character? Mm-hmm. I'm excited. I'm excited to see what she's about. Perfect. Um, but yeah, guys, let us know your thoughts on everything we talked about today. Uh, movies, TV, Canon Connections. We'd love to hear from you guys. And then uh, make sure you guys check out next week for not just the Padawan, but our Mandalorian, um, our Mandalorian spoiler discussion. We're going to be doing a deep dive and all that stuff and talking about that having some fun and uh so yeah there it is thank you for joining us as always as always grand admiral sino qui-gon jake this is apocalypse movies and we'll see you guys next time may the force be with you hey everyone jacob bartlett here thanks for watching if you want to check out something similar from apocalypse movies click this video up here if you want something a little bit different check out this video down here if you haven't done so Please subscribe to Apocalypse Movies and let us know your thoughts in the comments section. We always love to hear from you. Thanks for watching.